0: Hey, awesome nerds, and welcome to another episode of D and D and TV, the weekly podcast where we rewatch or recap television shows you really enjoy, and talk about how the themes, concept, and characters could be used in different role playing games. I am your host, Jeremy, and I am joined by my competent co-host Caleb, who is currently fighting off his uh, temporarily co-host replacement at Inside Out Octopus
1: Squidgy. He's
2: he's getting he's getting in. <laughs> Don't let him... He's adorable. Um...
1: He is adorable and very present. Um Yes. <laughs> but I name uh, him Squidgy anyway, my squidgy. Yes. So um welcome, Steve,
0: welcome Steve. Caleb. We we got through the, the first mean. series. We got through the first series of, of that time slime. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Um With we're you, not mate. talking about Veldora's journal. Uh, cause I feel like I haven't seen this episode. I'm not going to see this episode. It feel like it's just going to be a recap of all the stuff that occurred in the,
1: in the previous episodes. Well, that's essentially what we're doing now. Yeah, um, doing that's true. Yeah. So, so in, a, in a sense, we are doing Veldora's journal, journal, but that's, uh. There you
0: go. Yeah. That's no, a nice, uh, that's a nice little
1: automatically one. linked. Yeah.
0: We're just doing our wrap up, our usual wrap up. Of the series that we've just watched, talking about how the themes, concepts, and characters can be used in your role-playing games, um, and we're going to do it a bit loosely, um, as we normally do. Just some time to relax after the intense pressure of of what we've just talked about, because uh, it is a lot of episodes. Like they're short, but it's a lot yeah, of story. It's an yeah, yeah, like I only realised when in what was it in the um, oh saved souls episode where they're doing, like, the montage of how far he's come since he was stabbed. I'm like, you know what? A lot yeah. of stuff has actually happened to him. Like, this is a significant yeah.
2: journey.
1: Yeah. Like, um, I believe at this stage, that would have taken up about three or four, four light novels.
0: Yeah. That's, like, um, 200 pages. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, that, that is a hefty amount of story.
0: Yeah how much of that um how much of the manga has been adapted in that state in
1: in that case um oh, gosh unfortunately I don't, know too, I don't know too much about the manga I
2: need okay
1: well to we'll check look a little bit more into it
0: i hmm. think be interesting because there is a um there's the spin-off Trinity and Tempest which is just monster yes. girls doing monster girls stuff and that seems like exactly. it's more slice of life yeah, yeah. there seems to be a lot of monster girls in this show for some reason.
1: Monster girls is being monster pals.
0: That's right. And, uh, yeah, I was disappointed that there wasn't as much romance as I was expecting.
1: Yeah, true. True. I, yeah, I guess I not like really have time for romance. No. In amongst, oh. Sorry. I up. It does
0: kind of... You're getting messages, yeah. I guess it's Everyone's into Rimuru. Like everyone's in love with him. So it's like it's yeah, it's a harem without a harem. Town. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a harem anime, but the entire harem is the town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's t- super platonic as well. Because he's just like, um, yeah, I'm a slime. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I just want to be it's squished cool. by boobies and that's it.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's that that's the extent of my perversions.
0: Well, it is now apparently. Actually that's gonna lead us into our first listener question. Um now this mm-hmm. comes from uh, I was reincarnated in an Isekai world and all I got were these gigantic boobs um who wrote into dndntvpod at Gmail dot com. Um and they've said if you were reincarnated in a and D world, what class and heritage
2: would you want? Oh gosh. I know, it's a tough one. <laughs> I. If I was um, reincarnated
1: into a fantasy world, mm. I would probably to be your hobbit analog. Oh, like, yeah. Um. So you're half-based. Yeah. Um, like, um, even in Dragonlance, you've got the Kenda, and I'd yeah. be like, yeah, I could be up for being a Kenda. I'd love to be a Kenda. Um, exactly. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Um, but, yeah, no, just little halfling guys, just chilling out. Hmm. Um, living off the land. Most of the, the bad stuff that happens in D&D worlds and, like, general fantasy worlds don't tend to touch the Hobbit analogs. Yeah. Um, oh yeah.
0: Supposedly, it's because they're lucky. Like, there's a, a thing in uh, Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, Tomb of Foes, Tome of Foes, where they basically go, yeah, halflings are just super lucky creatures, and that's why they seem yep. their their communities are avoided by war, avoided by plague, avoided by flamen, maybe there's a god that just kind of watches out for them, but he's not exactly sure, and that kind of
2: yeah.
0: why halflings have that luck ability in, in D&D 5th edition as well.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, it also ties into what we were talking about about, um, in, I think it was the last episode, um, about the idea of uh, probability probably being the most ruling, um, basically physical law in a and d world. Maybe you were thinking about it.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, So yeah if, so we got you got you as a kender yeah like, then it means that they're kind of blessed by the best like the main mechanical thing as well so that
0: <laughs> they like, literally are <laughs> all
1: right so the
0: kender are a different species so we got to, we're going to have to rule is it going to be a kender or a halfling
1: look we'll go with the halfling let's go with the hobbits like kenders okay. yeah they're their own thing they're like I say, halfling analog, but yeah, they they are of a yeah cut from a different cloth. Yeah, they're douchier.
2: Uh, all right, and what class yes. are you picking? Class, you know what, a bard. Yeah, a, a, a nice Go on the classic bard. bard.
0: Yep. Yeah, love it.
2: Um,
1: just you know, going around playing music, making magic, and performing. I uh, know, like, it's part of the reason why I've been liking this series. I'm really liking this new manga I'm reading called Free Ran. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love pastoral fantasy, and I love the idea of just existing in a fantasy world, as opposed to having to take up the blade and go out. And, you know...
2: You I, the I the evil
1: lord. Yeah. Yeah, ex- I'm just like, look, I, I did that like growing up, so mm-hmm. I'm good now. I, I I just want to lie down. Um <laughs> so yeah sure. I just so wanna break halfing Exactly. Chill the oh, little half like God, that. A little pipe. Yeah. I
0: like that. That's that's, that's cool. Go. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go for half elf um half elf, nice. Uh, basically because I did just see, uh, I think it was a TikTok, which basically said that half-elves are like humans, but hotter. And it's like, I get to be myself, but yeah. hotter. Uh, so I'm on board yeah. with being a half-elf. Um, mm-hmm. And for class, that's a tricky one. I feel like I'd probably end up being a wizard. Like, the amount of oh, books yeah. that I have lying around my place and the amount of learning and trivia and random shit i find out, Like I feel like it's going to end up being... <laughs> I don't want to be a wizard. It's just... That's probably mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe a level guess, two in Warlock.
1: So, question. Um, yes. Would you grow out your beard as a half-elf?
0: Uh, as a half-elf wizard, no. I wouldn't okay. grow out the beard. I'd be the, the hot professor wizard, so I'd just keep it like, quite short. And it's only once I get tenure and can like live in the tower and never actually deal with students, that's when I grow out the beard.
1: Yeah, like you climb those that's stairs. That's when... you leave the razor at the bottom. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you just as soon as the the beard reaches the bottom of the stairs, that's when you know, like, to come up and check on me. Exactly. It's like that's how long it has to be before you you, you worry about how I'm heart doing up there. You
1: would have a lifespan, maybe, for that to happen.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, that'd be great.
2: Yeah. No, I I yeah, like
1: great character. Mm. Like a heart elf, like has the immortality of like. Or like the longevity of an elf. And that's the way that they're introduced because that's how long, long their beard has grown as you go through the
0: Yeah. It just hasn't it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. It's all dreads as well. Because it just it keeps growing. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god, yeah. it would smell so cresty and the <laughs> he's, he's so
1: bad. Well that's why
0: it just keeps going out. Like I watch the bits around me, I'm fine. It's just getting up there that's yeah, the yeah, problem.
1: Like, like it slowly starts to smell better as you go up.
0: I like the idea that at some point I just kind of cut it off and leave it down there, and people are like, "Oh, no, he's still up there! Look, the beard's poking out." I'm like, "I've I've left like years ago,"
1: and then like people gather it and start using it for potions, and just like, "Oh, this is
2: yeah, um,
1: elven beard."
0: Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, a, tw- a twig of the, uh, a sprig of of elven beard hair. <laughs> Cure what ails you. What else? Yeah. Um, that actually comes up to another question that we've had written in. Um, this one's from again sent into um, uh, which is from Lord Rimmeru named me Gobby. Um. Now this is saying, let's see. I'm just reading it here. We only see one cleric in the whole series, which shows why healing potions are so important. Uh, the presence of demons indicates the presence of a deity, albeit a distant one. Is this a good way to have a world where clerics and divine magic is rare? Um. Yeah, we only really. Who's that adventurer chick in that shows up a couple of
1: times? Oh, she's she's a straight up mage. Um, in terms, is she a mage? So we see no
2: clerics then. The
1: one cleric that we do see,
2: I believe, is Shuna. Okay. She does healing magic? Um let's say yes.
1: <laughs>
0: sure. But still yeah. it's like she there's uh, only one one cleric in the whole series who seems to be able to heal, but yeah, that kind of explains why well, Rimuru's... yeah, hmm. you know, that that Rimmer is kind of the only one that's doling out healing.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, there are help potions around and It is like a major thing. I guess it's the whole idea of this is a more secular um society. there is, yeah. however, um, there there are your holy empires in this world.
0: Well, who are they worshiping?
1: I think that's a good question. Um, they um they also start getting into the whole idea of the world with the words of the world. Hmm. Which is something that's really touched on early hmm. on when it comes to the books, but when it comes to the series, they really don't bring it up until halfway through the second season. Um oh, but this what's whole... this
2: hmm?
1: What well, what is
0: this words of the world aspect?
1: Uh, well, um all I'll say is that it has the exact same voice or close to the exact same voice as great sage <gasps> great sage is god that's a theory that i have at the moment I, I still have yet to continue through the light novels um past what has been watched i've started
2: from the beginning um, god's a jerk then yeah 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 well yeah um
1: <laughs> so there's a whole bunch okay. of stuff you know um that that tracks because it does feel like, like it hasn't gone.
0: Yeah, Rimuru then being the prophet of the great sage being basically the you know slime crystal Jesus um which tracks with a lot of stuff oh, that goes on in the series.
1: I'll get ready for some Jesus imagery in the second season.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm already there honestly. <laughs> He's already there.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: When everyone is just like River, you're amazing. I'm just gonna like surrender rather than fight you, and I'm just gonna devour you, and I'll take your sins on board with instead. Mm, starting to get some religious overtones here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all yeah, right. So, so is this then a a world without religion that is discovering religion? I guess so. Actually, yes. Ooh. So that it's a world without clerics. Yeah, it's like the Dragonlands thing, where it's a world without clerics, and now the first cleric in a very long time has arrived, and it's like, well, how does that?
1: Yeah, what what does that do to the world? There there is a character that shows up that is like, you know, let's start a religion on this.
2: <laughs> the
1: the slime religion. Yes, yeah. Like I won't go in, um, into that any further, but eat of my body. <laughs> Yeah, I think this could be um, read as, like, a sort of pre-religious text.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. All right, all right, all right. The the Bible of Rimuru. Yeah, Um,
0: the Gospel of Rimuru, yeah.
1: Yeah, the Gospel according to Rimuru.
2: Oh, God. Um, That's concerning. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, then, to answer the question... The whole thing is that, um, that, um, sorry, I've lost my train of thought there. Do you want a reminder
0: of what the question was?
1: Yeah, the question being,
0: yeah, is this a good way to have a world where clerics and divine magic is rare?
1: That's and, right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I guess something like this might say that, okay, well, with anything that is lacking in a Religion, or lacking in a leader, they will like that. That will be filled um, by something, and like something will get people up into a further enough to treat it like a religion. Yeah. So it's a is it? Um,
0: Would you say it's a humanist religion?
1: Monster. Where it's it's
0: monsterist. Yeah, well, yeah, monstrous religion where it's saying that we don't need gods, we just need other people.
1: Yeah, honestly, that that would track. Yeah, um, and would track I've always most RPGs and stuff like that.
0: I've always wanted to play a, a cleric like that, or like a, a religious person like that, where it's just like I don't, I don't need to believe in a god. My faith in people is enough to. Do this magic,
2: mm.
0: and I know oh, I there's have. um, yeah, very very disquelty <laughs> sort of sort of yeah, thing yeah. where it's just my belief in myself that helps other people. But I think there's a I think grim, grim hollow from Ghostfire Gaming has a monk yeah. subclass that is similar to that, where it's a little bit yeah, more yeah. like I just have I belief dead in dead. myself,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, maybe I, maybe I want to play
1: yeah. a monk instead. Yeah, monks are pretty cool. I think that's the interconnectedness mm. that you're wanting to go for there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just... monk absolutely would be to play for that. Though or a druid, have like quite a... I guess. A tanky monk or, yeah, a druid. Um, I just had the idea of, okay, so let's say that you are connected to your god And your connection to the god or to nature allows you to morph into different things. Mm -hmm. So if you had a very humanist religion, would
2: you just then become a shapeshifter? Hmm. Like a doppelganger. You know. Hmm.
1: Like, I, I connect to everyone through the world, I can change my face. Yeah.
0: That I... That I'm connected... Yeah, I like that that it's not about becoming something else it's just you see, you're mirroring the world around you rather than changing yeah. yourself. Ooh, yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be a really cool. Um idea. I'm thinking more about this that it is that what is there a world for the Rimuru, that time slime universe? Does it have a a the, does the planet have a name or is it just that place?
1: I'm not one Oh, I know there's like the king, the kingdom of Engracia, but I don't think that that's the full um nation.
2: Okay. Or like the, um,
1: the full continent.
2: I am going to call it Rimuriland.
1: Land.
0: Yeah, river world. Like there was a there was a thing back when Wheel of Time was contemporary, and um. <laughs> Mm. the name for the world that they all lived on, people just called Randland um, because that Rang there wasn't Land. a name. Randland, after the main, char- main character, Randland. Um, anyway, so Rimuru Land. Um, yeah. um, it's very... Rimuru Land. It, it feels almost Lord of the Rings-esque where you have... Mm. Bad guys are around. Bad guys are everywhere. Monsters are everywhere. But the deity that created it all is not around. You have their servants kind of like trying to still do good in the world, but you don't have them taking an active hand in it. So it still kind of tracks with that Christian Christian mythology. And I know I get in trouble when I call it mythology, but it is. Um, like there's belief. And then there's like the stories around it, which is mythology.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: so if
1: we're just examining it on a story basis, then yeah. it's Yeah. Let's look at the yeah. Of Looking
0: world. at it, and that's kind of what it is. That God isn't direct. Like it, there's a lot of hints to say that there is a being like the Great Sage or Creator or whatever, but they don't take an active hand in events.
2: But evil can.
1: Yeah, um, this God is a very absent one. Which, yeah, personally, I like. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah, I, I prefer absent, absent gods. Yeah. Um. I think it's you know we're we're living post Nietzsche, you know post modernist era. Uh, I think I love pieces that explore, um, you know, what can create meaning. um, Once you know God is out of the picture, well, once Mm. once, you know prescribed meaning is out of the picture. and that's what slime sort of does as well. Like,
0: yeah. So coming back to the question, would you then create a world where people could play clerics, but the non-interventionist god means that you don't actually know whether it's the god giving you this power, or whether it's just you, or whether you're just tapping into the world, or what's going on? But you can just do some stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think it's yeah well worth exploring. Well, the very next question that your player would ask would be, okay, then where is it coming from?
0: Yeah, I was like, well, you don't know. Um,
1: yeah. Um, it doesn't a character matter. Character with, with, with yeah. Um, I
0: love. I do love that there's usually a monotheistic god in a lot of anime. There's like, like a ton of gods mm-hmm. like there is in most D&D games.
1: Yeah, there's lots of a pantheon. Yeah. um, Like... Oh man, a, a pantheon of gods that you could fight w- would be like God of War style. Mm. Yeah, That'd be so great. That'd be fun. That that would be like everyone just has a god that fucked them over. <laughs> yeah. We're really going to just go like, just start carving through the pantheon. Um, sorry, just, uh, random train of thought there, but yeah, no, absolutely. Like a That'd be awesome. Um, whichever but going back to like the idea of okay what is a cleric's magic if not derived from God well then you had to start thinking thematically about okay well what are you saying and create meaning besides God um, because I guess but, if we're talking about divine magic it comes from a belief or, an, or a faith in something so what yeah. is that yeah. if
0: not God yeah, and what are the the things opposed against you as well?
1: Yeah,
0: like you, what, what do you you, do need, you need, need to have all that all faith against advice. something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And whether it's entropy, whether it's just the evil that lurks in the hearts of men, like what what is it? What do you stand for? And what is that belief? Like what separates mm-hmm. you from I don't know the id. Right, yeah, All right. No, like, I, think- I feel like that's probably a lot more than a lot of players want to get into when they create a cleric. Like, I just want to be the healer, man. I just, I just want healing spells. No, no,
1: we're, we're doing Galian dialectics. <laughs> <Just>
2: roll.
0: <laughs> you feel like that's the the thing you want to do when somebody goes, "I want to be a cleric, but I don't want to be like the life domain cleric. I want to be like the war cleric." And like, yes, you do. And now we're going to say that God is dead, and you've got to figure out why you've still got power
1: yeah let's 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 do this Why does every religion require an, an other and what does that say about what you're fighting against let's get let's explore <laughs> that uh, so, all right, let- problems
0: yes <laughs> now um moving on to the next question uh' this might tie in with it and speaking of fighting uh this is from demon Lord Oliver Cromwell um who sent me a message on instagram Oh, you mm hmm
1: <laughs>
0: uh which says, uh slimes are seen as a low ranked monster. Is there a way to make them scary and powerful without making them sentient like Grimaro? Oh god. Uh
1: um and
0: Yeah I'd say yes. Like the, the quintessential slime for me is the blob from the film The yeah. Blob. Like it yeah. literally it just keeps coming. And you slow it down for a bit, yeah, but it I, keeps coming. Yeah,
1: yeah, it just eats and eats and eats. Um, yeah,
0: it's like as long as it gets something inside it, it gets bigger.
1: Yeah. Um. So and, and then imagine like we literally have the gelatinous cube in D and D.
2: Yeah.
1: Like that. That is a scary version of what Rimuru is—a slime. Yeah, but it's
0: still a weak. Um, like I throw that at level two players all the time and they carve yeah, through absolutely. it, no pun intended.
1: Absolutely. But then you just, let's make a bigger, like like, like you say, like let's make a blob-sized gelatinous cube.
2: Yeah, so um,
0: just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger
1: until you've got yeah. Jubilex, the, the demon lord of ooze. Hell, don't even make it sentient. Like, maybe as it goes along, maybe it's more of how the orcs work, where they just sort of start absorbing powers from whatever they devour oh yeah and then yeah it starts like shooting all that stuff off suddenly you have something that has access to spells um yeah i like that idea of maybe maybe not giving it access
0: to spells exactly but looking at some low level creature abilities like looking at you know goblins in fifth edition they can disengage
1: as a bonus action and yeah, so we were looking at with um the, the blue mage way back when.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but do it as a as a, an ooze or a group of oozers. Yeah. Like that they've wiped yeah. out this goblin village and like the locals are like, Oh yeah, you gotta get rid of those oozes because they're starting to get into the crops and they can disengage. And one of them ate an orc, so it's aggressive and it moves towards you and it's and suddenly it's like these have all these extra abilities that oozes shouldn't have. And if it kills You know, one of your party suddenly it's got a lot more abilities.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. It's, um... Yeah, that'd be terrifying, honestly. And it's still Remory, you just take out the the sentience and, like, I guess, the idea of goals.
0: I think also the fact that they can squeeze through small spaces Mm. without you really noticing. Yeah, like... Okay, cool. So you you're barricaded in a um in a I don't know a house or something for the night, and you just look up and like there's something on the ceiling starting to drip down at you, and you run outside, but it starts coming under the door, and it's like well you got to run because you don't have your stuff. Yeah. Like something's happened. Maybe it eats away at your stuff, so it's it's eating a rust monster, and now not only does it like destroy um, metal or just yeah, it's like starting to really. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've got a lot of ideas for oozes now.
1: Yeah, this would be horrifying. Yeah. Oh, imagine You a can one see one of them being really be scary. Ooze.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like a lot of players would start to, like D&D is a power fantasy, obviously, because they're just like, I just want to kill it. It's like, yeah, but how do you kill it? It's almost Borg-like. Like, you've got to find something that yeah. hasn't devoured yet, so it's it's not going to be like maybe a, a, you know, a fire giant or something. And so now it's immune to fire damage and you're like, all right, well we hit it with lightning instead, maybe. So you got to go through all these things. And if you don't, it gets stronger. Like if you can't find the thing it's weak to, it just gets stronger and stronger.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? It'd be so interesting to like set out. Like let's say you had like a bunch of monster cards, you know, you get your monster card, you yeah. lay them out and you just sort of go, okay, pick like three of these enemies that you encountered along the way. And either those are the enemies that the slime didn't get to, mm-hmm. or those were the enemies that the slime got to. So they've basically now built this slime that is now after them and has these certain abilities.
0: I love that idea because the slime's following along behind them and eating the, the bodies yeah. of the thing that killed it. Like, they killed.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And now it's like, well, I'll just keep following you because you keep giving me
1: food. Oh, you don't give me food anymore? Cool, you are food. Oh, man. I've got intermediate at work this week. Mm -hmm. I might do this. I might give this a shot. Yeah. Well, I think, I'm not sure if it'll work well for,
0: like, that higher level just yet. I think it's a good one to test. I guess if they're already pretty tough at lower levels, then having a higher level is going to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, true, true. That's true. Like, I think players can take on like big threats like that pretty easily. You probably want it, yeah, for your lower level players.
0: It might be good as a boss monster in a dungeon where they've gone through the dungeon and they've fought these other things already. And they've just mm-hmm. seen a slime kind of like, or maybe a few slimes kind of like switching along behind them and just eating the corpses. And they're like, oh yeah, natural, you know, this is just the the ecology of the dungeon. And then they form up into a big one at the
2: end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah th- th- be I'm doing that be that that's yeah. what I'm gonna
0: do. I'm gonna try that one, yeah, so um, yeah, <laughs> all right, uh so we've got another question, and again, this kind of ties in with the or the the username ties in with that uh it's it's from it's only cannibalism if I eat other slimes um which says, would you rather play in a game where it's regular people in a fantasy world or fantasy characters coming to our world?
1: Oh, the old reverse isekai.
0: Yeah. I'm... Um, mm,
2: Yeah. I'd be interested in either. In terms of
1: a game? mm. I don't think... um, Fantasy characters coming into the real world does all that much in terms of a game, as a concept, as as something to watch and maybe like more of a theater, larping type thing. Yeah. Um, that. Could, um. But as a tabletop game, in the end, the the joy of seeing fantasy characters within a real world thing. It's to sort of see the fish out of water and see the way that they interact with stuff. Although, unless we're talking about like urban fantasy.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying specifically urban fantasy, but I've seen like master of the universe, the classic 1980s film. Um, It's basically Mm -hmm. just sword and sorcery. Like Conan comes to small town, Iowa. And like, or it's Mm -hmm. Thor. It's the original Thor movie
1: yeah exactly um it yeah so like the, the joy of the fish out of water stuff i mean it could be fun it could be fun for a little bit but me personally yeah i love the idea of people like having to interact with a fantasy world hmm. like there's so um there, there's so much that can be explored as people had to basically figure out new forms of physics. Um, Why this stuff works. Physics, yeah, how stuff works, why it works. Like, it is such an easy way to get um, huge concepts clear. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you, as your character, can ask, what the hell is that about? That reminds me of this thing. Um, And it's just a DM, it's also so much fun to do the whole you know, combustion engine. Oh, I've never heard of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's uh, yeah, so that's my answer. Love. I love, I, I would much prefer real life people in a fancy environment. Interestingly
0: enough, I would rather be the player in in the Ysukai version. I'd rather be not, maybe not myself, but just a regular person going into a fantasy world. But if it was the other way around, it was like a one shot of, Hey, let's take your D and D characters and have them try to order ice cream or something like that. I yeah, want to I run. You. I'd, I'd want to run that game. Like yeah. it feels a little bit, I don't want to say cringe, but it does feel a little bit of the fish out of water stuff. You really want to lean into those tropes of forsooth, good madam. I need this cup of Joe kind of thing. And it's like, I oh, I yeah, don't absolutely. want to do that. I want to be the per- the one with the straight man going, yeah, what? You want what now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like- but yeah, as like a one-shot, I'm it's like you've got to go into this.
2: About-
0: yeah. You've got to go into, you've got these fantasy characters have to step in through this portal into this bizarre universe and retrieve the item that the wizard threw through there. And it's like, yeah, that could be a, a fun one-shot. Because, again, it's like you were saying, it's figuring cute. out the, the physics of its world, but it's just one that we know as, as players.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's cute, as I reckon maybe more like a role-playing... Like, do this for, for a few seconds. Like, here's a scenario. You guys are going to Cold Rock Ice Creamery. What are you guys yeah. ordering? Um, awesome. And uh, what happens when you will go to a water park? What's happening there? Hmm. <laughs> the water park. It,
0: like, I like the idea of that blee between universes. Contented. Like, you go to the water park. Yeah, totally Bill and Tedder. Yeah, But ha- have that blee between the universes where, yeah, there's still a monster to fight. There's still something to happen from their world, but it's just in our world instead. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to run that. That'd be fun. And playing the other yeah. way around, I, one of my favorite vampire games ever was... One of Yeah, probably one of the first ones I played in. And we were all told to make ourselves as characters. And the idea was that we'd slowly um, get in, embraced by this vampire world. Like one of us might become a vampire. One of us might become a wizard, depending on our choices. But one of the, my favorite things about it was that we were given a choice by a vampire and told, hey, you can either go into this hospital and kill a kid. Um, who's being a problem. We tried to knock him off and it didn't work. So now you got to do it yourselves. Or you can burn down a church that's um, that, that got these problems for us. And me and a friend, we looked at each other and went, well, I guess we're burning down a church. Like, we don't want to kill a kid. Yeah. And a session later, a friend came in and joined us and was still playing himself. He Both of us went, you didn't think to call the cops? And we're like, nah, <laughs> we're just going to burn down a church. <laughs> we didn't think that was an option. I was like, huh? <laughs> it just, it made me realize um, so much about myself. like, well, yeah, I guess, I guess. Because I was playing a game. But it's like, when you have that ability, it's like, well, yeah, you get to to step outside and go, well, this is a much broader, much um, wackier, zanier version of myself. And that's what going into an isekai world would allow you to to really... Yeah free yourself and it's like yeah yes there are going to be consequences for me but I also have a magic gun so there's that
1: yeah. <laughs> he uh, needs courage when has
0: a gun I've got a gun there's I'm certain that there's a um, there's a story like a short story about, like, a wizard who's going into a wizard duel and it's like, oh, no, this is going to be... The the evil sorcerer is like, I'm just going to wipe you out and everyone's really worried and the wizard just pulls out a pistol and shoots him. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, otherwise completely fantasy-based. He's like, yeah, I've just got magic, yo.
1: Yeah. It's like... That's all I needed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's been a long-running joke when it comes to um, the Muggle world versus Harry Potter. Like, it's like, what's a body cadaver? It's a
2: tank. Uh, yeah, it'll just
1: bounce off it. Exactly.
0: Oh. Uh, well, the tank will just stop. Well, yeah, but you know what? No, the tank should still keep working, because it was the 40s that they got developed. They should still work then. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 All right.
0: So, uh another question that's come in. This one was to an email, um, DND and TVPOD. Uh, this one is from, if lizards evolved into humans, why are they still lizards? Um. And this says, from the named followers of Rimuru, who would you put in a four-person adventuring party?
1: Oh, here we go. Um, so we got our classics. Yeah. Um, so first up, number one, we need our warrior. Yeah, we need our front
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm going Shion. There's no way of not putting not putting together a party. Yeah. You gotta have Sheon in a party. No, there's no way I'm putting together a party and not putting shield in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so that's our warrior. Um, yeah. next up is um our thief. We need mm. we need our rogue. Um I reckon I'm picking Gobter. Yeah, picking that's my pick as well. Yeah, you gotta go Gobter. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's got shadow. He he also can um, double as a summoner um, with Ranga. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you get two for the price of one there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I feel that works really well because you got Gobto who can sneak around the back and like do things, but he can also just like mm-hmm. drop a drop a giant wolf and then
1: nick off and do the hit and run tactics. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like that.
1: Yep yeah um like Soei's great but he's got his own thing he can be great at gas S- information if i'm going on so
0: he Soa doesn't Soei's a loner like Soei's a one-man army you don't need him in a party
1: no you don't he comes in at the last minute to save your party's ass yeah you can't do that from within the party um so yeah Gobta's my rogue choice um, you need your black mage, so that is going to be Benimaru. Okay. Um, Benimaru um, of everyone is a powerful mage, and not o- not only that, but is also really good at combat. Um, so not only do you have a black mage, but you have a black mm-hmm. mage who isn't squishy. Actually, I think he might count as a red mage. Yeah, he seems like a red mage. Um, yeah. Um, and look, that's cool with me. <laughs> um and then finally White Mage Healer. I am go like the obvious choice is Shuna.
0: Yeah. Um I'm not I'm gonna, gonna, gonna go for Black Shuna Black for that one. I, I like what you're yeah, doing. It's not- good I'm- good four. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but yes, yeah, sh- um Shuno. I don't think Benimari would allow it. <laughs> I don't think um uh, No, but they're siblings, uh, they're fighting uh, together. It'd be mad cute, but we, we want Benny Murray to focus. Um,
0: I'm noticing that you've got like so, three ogres and a
1: goblin. Three ogres and a goblin, and a wolf. Um, and a wolf,
2: yeah. Um, I am going to go for um, Who's... I am going to go <laughs> Trainee. Okay. Tra- training is going to be my one.
1: Training the drive. Okay.
2: That's I feel that's overpowered, but yeah,
0: yeah, I like it actually. What's her sister's name? Like Rena or something? Rain, rainy? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, rainy.
0: <laughs> One of them.
1: Rainy and training. Uh, All right, so two yeah. ogres are
0: dried, and uh,
1: yeah, yeah, she she knows how to find food. She's great conversation. Um,
0: yeah, that and... track. So you've got you've got frontline fighter, you've got the rogue, you've got a black mage slash red mage, and you've got a druid. Yeah, all right. I like that. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go. Oh, really? I'm gonna go. She on and Gobter as well. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna take Rainy or Benimaru
2: though. I'm gonna take. Okay. I'm gonna take Cajun. Um, Wait, Cajun. Cajun, yeah. Uh, but- partly because he's
0: yeah the dwarf blacksmith because he's an artificer but he also seems to know a little bit about making the healing potions. Like he, he worked a lot with Vesta okay. and all that. So I feel that he could be an artificer who does the, the white mage role.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and I just like that, that thing. All right. I need a fourth. Um, hmm. Trying to think of one. That's not just another, another ogre. know. Uh, huh. This makes it trickier. Um, remember- I want to. I want to say Gabiru so badly.
1: Mm, well, Gabaroo is a dragoon.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think Gabaroo uh, is the way to go. What's the old samurai dude's name?
1: Um, that would be Hakuro.
0: Hakuro, yeah, I'm going Hakuro. I feel like he's got that little bit of monk in there too. He's he's kind of an all rounder. He's a little bit, yeah, you know, a little bit Ford fighter. He's a little bit. Um, Knowledgeable, a little bit of the sage aspect. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, Rigged
0: would be that, fun okay. too, but I, I don't want Rigged in there.
1: No, no. Rigged can chill and be like a, a noble leader. But I, lo- I love that.
0: Yeah. I love that from the start we got introduced to two goblins who looked like the main characters. It was Rigged and Rigger. Like, they're the first yeah. two that get named. One of them's in there a lot. The son, no, nah, we're not even going to worry about him. But Gobta, Gobta's
1: everywhere.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Gobta,
1: this one goofy little guy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. You introduce a goofy little guy into your campaign, that's the one that people are going to be focusing on. Not the guys that you put in all this like backstory into, oh, here's, here's the uh, younger brother of like this other named goblin that went out and fought. Um, and his elderly father that then becomes buff. oh they're gonna be the main characters aren't they guys? And you play a turn <laughs> around just like now, nah, like it's like stunted.
0: <laughs> I am literally gonna next time my characters or my players come up and like hey we want a goblin I'm just gonna call him gob gob-ta. Normally I go with skanky or skunky or something. It's gonna be gobter from now on. It's like Boblin the Goblin, yes. but uh, <laughs> but better. Well- <laughs> Um and, and
1: then his brother Hobboblin.
0: Yeah, Hobboblin, Yeah. <laughs> oh Hobboblin. Um, wonderful. So there's only really that's all of our questions from readers. Um Fantastic. Uh, I've said it before, but if you are interested, send it into DNDNTVPOD at gmail dot com or find us on Instagram or Threads with the same um at. Uh but there is something else that we could do kind of like can address quickly, long. What's up to us? Uh what do we reckon the theme of this show is? Like what's the theme Thank that we'd be able to put into our game as an overarching message?
1: Um, well, primarily it's um one that actually works really well for a dmd game. Mm. Um, community. It's um, Yeah. Like we we said very much at the start, this is a very um Almost a pro communist text. Um, Yeah. Proto communist text. Yes. um, In that, there's so much focus on, you know, smashing the ideas of myers right, right, of hierarchical structures, and just letting people do what they're best at and contributing Mm. in that way. You know, that. Conflicts can be solved through communal effort as opposed to you know charging over one another.
0: I think it also points um, out the yeah. it kind of becomes a post scarcity world as well. Like, once yeah. you have a world that doesn't, like, basically has universal healthcare, care, which is Rimuru's potion stash, yeah. it suddenly goes well, that solves so many more problems that you've now got a lot of people who can do things for you. Yep. And can do the things they're good at. It's like, well, yeah. So you go and find more, and it's the. I think the fact that his healing potions are what save the day so often. Like it really is making
1: a point for universal healthcare. Yeah, it's um, basically it's it is a solid st- structure that they have in place. It's and one that is founded on. Um, needs but not this whole concept of just like needs only it, it is um people are allowed to expand out from their roles and do what makes them happy you know gubby roo um is not only you know making plants in the in the caves and you know living his best life like that but he's also you know a major
2: part of the military there i mean yeah. um, um in the Oh, the dura forest alliance um
0: so yeah, like what, it, what would you do that in how would you bring these themes into a game like this theme of community
1: well it's right there in the mechanics and the way the D game is structured so just um, the teamwork aspect the teamwork aspect. um you know maybe you know you have your um players come into contact with a lot of scenarios that um no. Issues that are born from pure hierarchical structures.
2: Yeah. Um
1: and just have and it where things will work if you work together.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. The way that hierarchy in power is abused and how um communal um diplomatic efforts can um you know can usually lead to the best outcome. there, there mm. are very, very few in which your players wouldn't be able to get out of it by having a chat.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And even, Mm -hmm. well, I'm thinking of the ones that they don't. It's like um, Charybdis is probably the best example. They can't talk to to Charybdis, but once they listen to what Charybdis is saying, they can work out, well, what's going on? Like, it's Mm -hmm. not... Like, they could never fight Charybdis by themselves. It has to be Malik that does it. Um, but they're like, let's hold Malim back. And it's like, well, now that you're listening to what Cryptus is saying, you now know that Malim's probably the target, so we can put let Malim off the leash. So it's, it, I think it's not just about commu- It's not just commu- Yeah, it's it's proper communication that it is saying that it's not just talking to the people; it's listening to what they want as well. Like you can talk to the orcs as much as you like, but a lot of the time when players talk, I find it's a stalling tactic so the rogue can get behind them. Okay. Um, But if you're talking and going, well, what do you need? Out what exactly do you want? Like, why are you going on this rampage? It's like, because it makes me feel tough. It's like, well, all right. Yeah. Or do you want something? Yeah. 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 I can see having that opportunity for communication and working out what they want. Like you'll still have opportunities to have massive battles, like, the de- the pig mm-hmm. demon lord, not the pig demon lord, the orc disaster, the orc calamity, or whatever yeah. they called him, um, is a good example of that. Like, that couldn't be talked down.
2: No. Um, but um, the defeats. Are... Your...
0: Yeah, like, um, you still have that combat...
1: Guess, that was just...
0: Forgiving, I guess. Or, for or rem- yeah, But that's kind of the idea of you have the massive battle and you get him to zero hit points, and that's when you can have that conversation and... You know they're they're able to not see sense, but yeah, I can see that that working pretty well that proto communist view it I think it does depend on a lot of players who don't wanna fight, who want to immerse themselves in the world uh more so oh,
1: than yeah, just you- yeah um, it's actually really, really interesting um in the next season, they're gonna introduce characters that um Exactly, basically function like murder hobos.
0: Are they also from our world? Are they just like more kids that have come through? Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Yep.
0: That's kind of what I expected.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's really, really cool stuff, um, especially if you're looking at it from a
2: D&D point of view. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, absolutely. All the commune, Um.
1: communication, com- communism... All the community things.
0: Oh my gosh. Communication is communism. I just realized that.
1: Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what about you? Right. What do you think is the main theme? Or is a the main theme for you?
2: Um, I'd say forgiveness. Hmm.
0: Um, I mean, there's a reason I call him Crystal Slime Jesus. Because um, he kind of is. Uh, like, his, his two oh, solutions yeah. are talk to them until they join my side or eat them, and then sometimes eat them anyway.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, that's, um, I, I, I like things I will take on your stuff. All that, all that stuff is very religious.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't quite match sometimes with, like, the guy we saw at the very beginning, who was all like, oh, this guy's rubbing into my face and he's getting married.
1: Yeah, just a bit, very, very different person. I, I guess it's yeah. when you let go of you know your physical body and become a slime.
0: It's, it's transcendentalism.
2: Transcendentalism, yes.
0: Yeah. Um. The theme for me, yeah, I feel that. I think, like what we were saying, just that communication and community aspect. That it is, there's everyone always has a reason for what they're doing and that you can generally find, yeah, if you forgive people, generally
1: things will work out. Yeah. And there's always, um, at least in this world, you know, there's a clear line um, between what happened before and what is happening now. Well. And that's always what is this series' biggest strength. Um, it, it, it
2: sets its stakes up very, very well. Um by, you know, making sure that everything connects and people are understandable and their motivations
1: are understandable and the world is understandable. Hmm.
2: I, I'd like
0: I am intrigued to see whether there's like a little bit more of discussion of good and evil in in future seasons. Because this very much so far seems to suggest that there is no such thing as pure evil. But then we also have demons and things who do seem to be just like, no, I like to destroy things and that's bad. And I took 40 cakes and that's Mm -hmm." terrible kind of attitude. Um,
1: Yeah, but the calamity level dragons like Veldora are understandable. Yeah,
0: they're understandable. But it also then makes me wonder. This is a society that prior to Rimuru was quite happy to consider all monsters either lesser or destructive or not even people. Mm-hmm. And
1: That is very very
0: So, so problematic. So problematic. Like the the evolution aspect of, of that time slime is Yeah, we I've I've said my problems with it before, I'm sure. Um, it's That's not a great statement.
1: Yeah, it's. I don't know um, if it's gotten better. The They've just been more ignored. Yes. Um, so what you're stating here right now is a major part of the next season.
2: Okay. Um, you know,
1: there is acknowledgement of a hierarchical structure um, and of people that benefit from such a statement that monsters are inherently evil or not worth um, listening to. There are indeed power structures that benefit from that.
0: See, now that also makes me interested because the, um, the Crystal Slime Jesus boy, religion is so very often hierarchical. Like, it is often, well, you've got your priests and you've got... You know, it's that feudal system. Of, or Everything goes up to the Pope in a lot of cases. Or at least exactly. you have the leaders and then they determine how everyone else operates. You have a leader of religion and you've got the disciples and then you've got, like, the, the local people. And yep. this does seem to be a world or a series where the theme is smash the hierarchy because it can be abused. Yeah. Like, there's, there's not a hierarchy... Everyone's like Lord Rumuru, do this. He's like, I'm not in charge, man. I'm just, I'm just here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm facilitating the place that everyone can be happy and live comfortably. Yeah. But it's not, it's
0: not about your power levels. It's like, I have power. Well, it's easy to be, when you're privileged, it's easy to say these things. But the power levels aren't what it's important for everyone.
2: No. Um and in the end they're gonna butt heads of people
1: that do believe that.
0: Yeah. And it does seem like, okay, this is almost a response to the religions. That this is this is not a hierarchical religion that he's forming. So yeah, I guess it's no. it's that still that theme of communism. It's that theme hierarchies are generally bad. Um mm-hmm. and pretty easy to put into a game, honestly. I think yeah. that idea that yep. centralized rule is a bad, a bad concept, but th- people generally get things done if they wait. Have I just become a Republican? Am I in favour of <laughs> of small government now?
1: No, no, no. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's communist, uh, dammit! It is communist, dammit. Um, because in the end, you're sitting around a table, and you know, you're, if you're playing D and D, if you think of it like a hierarchical structure, as this um, competition. Or this what winning over yeah. either the DM or the players, it's not going to be a good time.
2: Mm.
1: It's like the the game DD just does not support that form of um, it's so all about the, the collaborative
0: anymore. storytelling. Yeah, it's the collaborative story. Exactly. Alright, alright. I've, I've worked it out. Okay, so that time slime is a DD game where the great sage mm-hmm is the dungeon master and it's only just one play. It's just Rimuru. It's just Rimuru. Maybe Shizu as well. Shizu was like a player who couldn't make it every week. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it. It's, it's basically just saying, Hey, let's have like a cooperative story. I mean, you can all work together and it's about teaching everyone to work together and tell a great story. I did it. I've I, I'm wrapped it up all in a nice little nice little bow and tied it in with the podcast and
1: wonderful. Well done, us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely little finale! Finale. Um, oh my gosh. You know, roll credits. Roll credits.
2: Yeah.
0: Have a, a post-credit scene where we thank the director. Um, in fact, you know what? Thank you, Caleb. Thank you for coming along on this journey and teaching us so much more about that time slime.
1: Oh, thank you so, so much for having me. It was definitely, like, it was a choice that I made um, quite a while back. A lot changed yeah. in that period. Um, but it's nice to have shared this with you. Um, and yeah. to have someone look into, you know, the series with as much depth um what
0: other series would you recommend for people who enjoyed that time slime
1: well um let's see um if you are a fan of isekai um there is a another series called re Oh,
2: yeah um, i know re zero um
1: yeah re zero is probably the best example of um it's much much darker than slime and plays a lot of things very subversively, but it is very, very clever. Um, and it's very much a deconstruction. Um, if you like the sort of cozier vibes, um, the manga I would recommend is one I'm reading right now called Free Run. Um, free Run. That, free Ren. Oh, Free Ren. Okay. F-R-I-E-R-E-N. Um, right, right, right. about an elf, an elf mage who, um, after completing, you know, this 10-year journey to um, defeat the demon king along with the rest of her party, is sort of like, okay, well, we're all done, but us go our separate ways, and we'll meet up again in, like, let's say, like, what, 50 years um, to view this meteor shower again? Hmm. And uh, she realises upon coming back that the rest of her party got old they pass Uh oh and basically it's about you know existing in this post um you know the post the demon king is slain world as an immortal who's you know basically for what this um for this world is this big cataclysmic event whereas for her um, at least initially, it's the concept of well, for her, this was like what a tenth?
0: Yeah, um, it was Tuesday.
1: 100th yeah. Her, like, yeah, it was one hundredth of her lifespan. Yeah. Like that, that's was, it. that would have been a That sounds
0: good. Past. And that's a yeah, manga. It's it's, I'm guessing that's from Viz Media. Yeah,
1: that is from Viz Media. Um, got yeah. um, some volumes from Dimex, but it will be being turned into an anime. So- oh, they always are. They always are. Yes. Wonderful. But, um, um, read the manga. I'm really enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I have no recommendations, honestly. Um, oh. oh, actually, that's not true. Read Witch Hat Italia. That's a gorgeous series.
1: Oh, yeah, that's mad cute.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's the only one I can really recommend at this stage. Um, read That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. See how it compares for you yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So th- okay. we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, Um absolutely glad you, in, That's glad you enjoyed enjoyed listening to us for, for 13 weeks. Um, we're going to take a week off, uh, as we always do at the end of the series, so we can rest and recharge and try to get some episodes in the bank for, for next time. Um, get in touch. Send us some emails, how much you like the series, uh, dndntvpod at com, as I've always said, at dndntvpod on threads and Instagram. Uh, we're not going over to X or whatever it is. It's uh, The account's already been deleted, uh, but whatever social platform replaces it, um, Blue Sky or Mastodon or whatever, I'll try to set something up there. Uh, what else? We are brought to you by Masters of Alchemy, the premier game mastering service in Melbourne, which has just launched its um, Quest of Queens uh, event where you can totally play a game and if you're a woman, you get to play in a female-friendly zone, um, which should be really fun. So head to Alchemy, all one word, dot .au to check that out um, if you'd like. It is definitely worth uh, a browse. What else do I say? Leave a review, a rating and a review on wherever podcasts are found. Spotify, Insta- Instagram, sure. Instagram, why not uh, follow us on Instagram, Instagram. Um, iTunes. It used to be iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts now, isn't it? Google, Amazon, yes. all the places. All the places. That's where it's going to be. Where good um, podcasts
1: are found, we, are, we too are found. That's right.
0: And where bad podcasts are found as well. Yeah. I don't exactly. discriminate in that way. Every
1: yeah, <laughs> Uh
0: So, sadly, this may be the end of our handsome existence, at least in this format. Uh, so... Take care of yourselves. Be kind to each other. And uh, may all your hits be crits. And that was the story of the time we watched that time I got reincarnated as a slime.
1: It was that time slime. It was a good time slime.
0: Slept. This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. Always was, always will be. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging.